The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. 306. Uh, at 4.20 this afternoon, your word of the day to jet away with Jay Lynn and coach as we head to Mexico in January. It'll be in the middle of winter when we're trying to drive on the roads. And uh, you know what that can be like in the middle of winter in the city of Edmonton. After weeks of delays, uh, Edmonton uh, city councillors finally decided calcium chloride will not be used on city roads this winter. Councillors debated the motion and amended the wording again. In the end, deciding in a close vote, it was seven to six to pause the program and not use the anti-icing brine on Edmonton streets this winter. Now, so for the record, councillors Walters, McKean, Hamilton, Katerina Henderson and Mayor Iveson voted to continue using it. Councillors Banga, Zadik, Eslinger, Cartmel, Paquette, Nica- uh, Nickel and Knack voted to stop using calcium chloride and Ward 1 City Councillor Andrew Knack joins me this afternoon. Hi, Andrew. Hello. Oh, my gosh. You made it through. <laughs> Finally. Oh, that was, uh, that was some debate and that was some uh, time at council like I haven't seen in a long time. Yeah, it was uh, it was a long one. There was a, there were occasionally frustration points, but actually overall uh, it was it was a very thorough and insightful debate, more so than frustrating. Uh, so I, I'm glad we went through it and took as long as we did. You, you don't want to rush a, a major decision like that where there's obviously a lot of uh, public attention to it. And so I'm glad I'm glad it went the way it did, other than the a few of the little hiccups that, that caused a bit of a longer delay than it needed to. And Councillor Knack, were you surprised the vote was as close as it was? No, no, not, not at, at all. all. <laughs> no, I, and it's because I, I can, you know, I, I supported the pilot to try this. This is a solution that is not, this wasn't some uh, crazy idea that nobody had ever been doing across Canada. I mean, we know that over 90% of Canadian municipalities use calcium chloride. Um, you know, just to the south of us, Calgary has been using it in a liquid anti-icing form for years and years and years at almost always higher volumes than us. The province has been using it on the hen day and and so knowing that it's best practice in a lot of areas i can see why after all of the analysis and and weighing the trade-offs uh that a number of people would have said yes we should still use it uh you know i was on the other side saying at the end no we shouldn't but but i can completely understand why somebody would have supported it i have to say that your uh, your facebook post and your blog post that kind of outlines everything and your reasons for it and you go through all of this and and in some of those points that you just mentioned that the fact that the city of Edmonton has been using calcium chloride for decades um, before. Uh, mm-hmm. We used it exclusively to pre-wet the road to try to help the sand mix stick on the road. In the last couple of years, we also used that calcium chloride as an anti-icing solution. Okay, I thought that was interesting. You'd mentioned about 90% of Canadian cities using calcium chloride and over 98% using sodium chloride. You talked about the province using calcium chloride on the hen date. There's a lot of really great information information in that blog post why is everybody else still using it and we're not i i think the biggest reason is nobody's really done a detailed analysis i mean the, the, what we've been doing in the last two years in terms of that dedicated 
uh, detailed research, you can't find that from other cities. So, so when our when our city administration was looking to all of these other cities and saying, you know, what are you doing? Uh, they were also asking, you know, what are the impacts? And time and time again, we couldn't get any information. Nobody had mm-hmm. been trying to understand the long-term impact to personal or, or, or public infrastructure. Nobody had been doing environmental studies. So we were really the first to do this type of analysis, which is why I think it got so much public attention in the city. Yeah, I mean, yeah. the fact that Calgary's using way more and there's no public outcry there is likely because they haven't done this type of analysis that we did. You know, it, it's interesting because over the past couple of years, we've seen more and more people um, uh, talk about what they believe is the damage caused by it um, or, or caused to their vehicle uh, by it, maybe their concrete floors uh, in their garages. I've noticed in, in my garage over the past couple of years, it was nice, shiny and smooth before. It's no longer. It's all potmarked and, 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 and pitted. I don't know if that's just wear and tear or if it has something uh, to do with this or not, but people waving the flag, people really paying attention to this one. So now that we're not using it, what are we going to use? Well, for this winter, the plan will be that we'll continue to use salt, sodium chloride, and sand, uh, as we have for for many, many, many years. Um, And then in June next year, we're going to get a report back on what it might take for us to uh, actually provide safer roads at the same time not using as many or potentially any chemical, any chlorides in particular, mm. salts, salt or calcium chloride, um, because we should understand what's the actual cost of in- increasing the amount of plowing that we do. Uh, you know, there had been a number thrown out during the debate yeah. that was very high level and, and I don't think anything we there, should really assume. $37 million, <laughs> come on, really? No, yeah, and I, I think, you know, they, they had to come up with something in a very short amount of time the whole point of the motion that was passed was to say, let's do that in June. Let's actually do it a proper analysis to see what it truly would cost. And then let's talk about it because maybe we decide we don't need bare pavement. Instead, we're okay with what we had been doing in the past. And then maybe just keep putting a, the, a bit of responsibility on each of us as individuals to say, drive, make sure we're driving to the conditions in winter too. Andrew, 37 million to me sounded like fear mongering. That's what it sounded like. It sounded like getting people all up in arms uh, about something. And I'm just going to throw that out there. And I think it's, I think that number now, I, I'm not <laughs> city uh, administration. I don't know anything about this, but I think it's a bunch of BS to be honest with you. Um, and as far as getting clear bare roads in the city of Edmonton, um, does that happen anytime? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, there are times. It's definitely not in the communities, right? Our policy has always said to, to go down to a five-centimeter snowpack. But on, on our arterial roads, if you do it right, and depending on the tools that you're using, it, it is possible. Obviously, pulling out some of these tools like calcium chloride and, and then hopefully over time the sodium chloride piece, um, it may be much harder to, to achieve that. And that's part of, again, what will come back in June is, is a okay. full understanding of that work. Is that sodium chloride, that salt, is that causing damage to vehicles and infrastructure as well? I think that's what we've heard, and I, and I should, again, give a, a shout-out to, I think, Councillor Tim Cartmel, who, who had been bringing up a lot of this over the last couple of years, yeah. who, uh, you know, has had raised a concern not just around the calcium chloride, but around sodium chloride, um, and because there's no inhibitor in the sodium chloride, right? There at least was an inhibitor in the calcium chloride, but we don't have that for sodium what, chloride. What does the inhibitor do, Andrew? 
it's supposed to reduce the impact to that, you know, pr- public and private infrastructure. Uh, and, and seemingly it does work to a degree, but it, it doesn't 100% prevent it, right? And, and that's, that's where the concern came in here. So when, when all was said and done, why was this the way to go for you? I think in the end is that while I, I appreciate that when using all of these various tools that they had available to them, our, our city staff, uh, yes, there was an improvement in safety. We saw a reduction in collisions by about 12%. But when you weigh that against the potential long-term costs to public infrastructure to private infrastructure and you weigh that against potentially trying other mechanisms like additional plowing can we can we achieve a similar safety outcome without having to deal with the long-term potential financial impacts of using those chemical solutions mm-hmm. for me that was it is that weighing those out I, I, I didn't feel comfortable continuing with the solution. Uh, again, I'm glad we had tried it out. It's good that we're trying best practices from other cities, but the analysis that came back to me suggests that we shouldn't continue and that we should start ro- rolling back on the sodium chloride too. Uh, Ward 1 City Councillor Andrew Knack joining me this afternoon as we talk about calcium chloride, as we talk about sodium chloride, as we talk about sand. Now the one thing um, that when we talk about uh, calcium chloride, it, it, this just is uh, usage on roads. We're still going to be using it though um, on sidewalks and trails? On some, yes. So. So part of that, and, and uh, you know, that was my addition to the motion there that ended up getting discussed, and, and I wasn't ready to pull that tool out for sidewalks and trails personally because the trade-off conversation for that infrastructure is a little bit different. So we had tested uh, using the sodium chlor- the calcium chloride as an anti-icing solution by some senior centers at a couple of our transit stations on a few of our multi-use trails and key sidewalks. And similar to using it on the roads, we were able to keep that down to uh, you know bare cement, and uh, we saw or we saw and heard a lot of feedback from people saying that um, there were fewer slip and falls because you didn't have this ice okay. buildup. And I think when you're weighing the impact to that infrastructure. Uh, versus the impact of, of a slip and fall, particularly to a senior. You think about by those senior centers and what that yeah, can mean yeah. for a person's life. Um, that wasn't a trade-off I was willing to make at this stage. Uh, and happy to continue to, to do some analysis on that, but I didn't hear near, actually I heard far more positive feedback specifically related to sidewalks and trails and, yeah. and by those senior centers whereas almost everyone was was against using it on the roads. Uh, sand, just sand on the roads isn't uh, isn't uh, ideal either, isn't it? No, and that's and that's the problem is that none of these tools on their own okay. would be perfect for a- every situation. Sand works in particular situations, sodium chloride works in some, calcium chloride works in another, but even sand, and, and this is why we were starting to look at other ideas, that you put that down on a road where the speed of, uh, the, the average travel speed is 50 kilometers an hour or more, um, it doesn't take many vehicles driving over top of that to push most of it off to the edges. Mm sort of eliminating the safety benefit in the first place. So we can't rely on that. Uh, even So if we're pulling out calcium chloride, we're not going to suddenly increase the amount of sand because that doesn't work in every situation. And that's why I keep, uh, why I keep going back to, I think we have to look at things like additional plowing. And we do see that in some other cities where they have a fairly large uh, 
fleet that deals with it that, that tries to manage it that way. Yeah, what, but can our, can our fleet handle that? What does that mean for our fleet? And I think right now, I don't, so if we, if we pulled out all those tools tomorrow for this winter, we would, I don't, I would not be confident that we have enough resources okay. as is. But I think that's, again, point, the point of what we'll come back in June, it says, if we want to start pulling out more of these tools, so we'll pull out sodium or calcium chloride now, if we wanted to start reducing sodium chloride, ultimately get to elimination of it. What do we have to do to scale up and what is the cost? And let's have that conversation with the public to figure out, is that a cost we're willing to incur to have this level of safety on our roads? Andrew, before I let you go, uh, I know that uh, a number of councillors saying, you know, people need to slow down. They need to, you know, better winter driving skills. And you've even floated the idea. And here we go. And it's going to get my text line all (laughs) fired up which is okay for a Wednesday afternoon, about uh, the possibility of looking at mandatory winter tire use. Yeah, and, I, and I, I don't even know if I fully support the idea of mandatory winter tires, but I think if we want safety and we don't want to use chemical means to achieve that, there's not a lot of other options. There's increasing the amount of plowing, and it's likely looking at winter tires. And so is that a conversation the province should have? Because we can't do it as, as a city. We can't mandate it, and I wouldn't, uh, and so we won't do that. But, you know, I, I mentioned in the blog that I've been using them now for a number of years, and I found such a difference that they make. And, and does that give us an opportunity to say, hey, if we, no, if we don't want to use any chemicals, um, but that doesn't allow us to get to bare payment. Maybe this is a way to help improve safety while not having the um, long-term impacts of using those chemical solutions. Oh, Andrew, the things you learn when you become a city councillor, huh? (laughs) I know. I never would have thought about this years ago. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I want to thank you so much for joining me this afternoon. I appreciate your insight and and your blog post as well. I urge people to to check you out, either follow you on Twitter or check it out uh, on Facebook as well. A lot of really great information in there. Andrew, thanks for this. Anytime. Thank you. You have a great day. Uh, Yeah, take care. Now, Andrew Knack, Ward 1, city councillor at 320 an hour from now word of the day for Jetaway with Jay Lynn. Your thoughts on this? Did the city get it right? It was uh it was split. That vote 7-6. It was a close one. Overwhelmingly, overwhelmingly on the text line. Um you guys are like, "No, the city got it right. The city got it right. The city got it right." But are those are, are there any of you out there who think the city got it wrong? That you believed it made a difference? On, on the roads when it came to safety in the winter and you're willing to, you know, maybe, you know, balance it out with whatever damage you might do to your vehicle or your 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 garage floor. Let me know at 4960063, the text line, 63630. A couple of minutes uh, to get some of your texts to some of your phone calls as well. Mike's on the phone. Hey, Mike. Hey, how you doing? Good. Oh, uh... I'll weigh in on the other side. So I just want folks to remember, like, safety trumps everything. Uh, All of our cars turn into rusty piece of crap sooner or later. (laughs) This winter, when we have the fire department and ambulances lined up locking the freeways because people have smashed, let's think about the lives and the injuries and the costs, safety, should be number one if it's going to cost us a little more i'll give up my garage floor and i'll 
let my vehicle rust out a little sooner. It's going to rust out anyways. Come on, you guys. So you think City Council we, got it wrong? Yeah, we can't replace lives and the injuries and the stuff. I mean, we, we went to this uh, calcium for a reason. And uh, maybe maybe this winter when we're not using it and we're, we're jammed in white mud and we can't get through because the accidents, then maybe we'll think twice. Mike, appreciate the call. Thanks for it. Okay. Take care now. Four nine six zero zero six three. Text line. Andrew Knack is to be commended. Dustin says finally the city got something right. Only sad part is how many councillors voted to keep it. Um, glad they aren't going to use it. Our cars will be better for it. I think the city wanted to use it so they didn't have to put up as many plows on the road. Uh, this one says go to Eastern Canada and learn how to. Clear snow. Western Canada so far behind the times. I'd rather drive in 10 blizzards in northern Ontario than 5 centimetres in Edmonton. Lori says it seems Andrew and everyone else is avoiding the issue uh, and not mentioning the contamination of our water and our streams. Yeah, and that was something that was brought up in that uh, that investigation that uh, Global News did uh, uncovering some lab data showing that calcium chloride and its corrosion inhibitor exceeded stormwater and combined sewer bylaws set by the city. Uh, that information was obtained through a freedom of information request it raised questions about possible environmental impacts this afternoon. Um, as far as the snow tires go, and boy, oh boy, I know this one gets you going. Um, you know, folks saying, I just can't afford snow tires. Haven't had them for years. No accidents in that time. I just drive, and I drive a lot. Just give more space and drive to the conditions. Adam and Otwell. Jay, if people in the city actually knew how to properly drive for the conditions, um... That would help immensely. On the other note, I'm glad they voted the way they did, 100%. Not for mandatory winter tires. They can buy them for me if they want to institute that type of legislation. Um, and this one, as we head to break, from T. Joe, says, Jaylin, phase in winter tires over three years by a third of the alphabet using first letter of owner's uh, last name to avoid the need uh, and, and stores going out of stock. That happened in, in Quebec. Um, this guy says that Mike guy obviously doesn't care about the environment. Greg, they're using a beet juice slurry in the States and on the Coquihalla. Why can't they look into that? They've done that in some places. I think that's really cool. And this one can't afford another set of tires, so hard pass on mandatory winter tires. Maybe people should learn how to winter drive. I do fine on all seasons.